Affirm our faith with joy and a willing spirit as we hear today's scripture. Our reading is from Ephesians chapter 5, verses 18b through 20. But be filled with the Spirit as you sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs among yourselves, singing and making melody to the Lord in your hearts, giving thanks to God the Father at all times and for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. This is God's word to God's people. Thanks be to God.
Amen. There was a movie that came out in 2007 called August Rush, and it begins with this opening monologue. Listen, can you hear it? The music, I hear it everywhere, in the wind, in the air, in the light. It's all around us. All you have to do is open yourself up. All you have to do is listen. For me, this movie is equating music with the Holy Spirit, a guiding force in our lives. The main character, August, has such a strong skill at listening to the music and allowing it to guide him on his quest to become who he's supposed to be, bringing the music in his own heart out into the world and on his efforts to find his family. Similar to August, many of us feel that God speaks to us through music. Music has a way of speaking to our core. Words and melody combine together to touch a place in our beings that might not otherwise be, done, or be touched. There are songs all around us that shape our lives and guide our steps. Music can impact our moods, sway our emotions, slow down our brains enough to listen for God's still, quiet voice. Think about it. Hollywood uses music to get viewers to reach the emotional response that they're hoping for. A high energy piece during a chase scene, a sad lilt when a heroine receives bad news, the upbeat tune to end a movie so that when you leave the theaters, you're in a good mood. There is a soundtrack track going on all around us that we can choose whether or not we listen to it. The music of God should be at the top of our playlist, but sometimes it just isn't. Sometimes the noise of the world distracts us from God's music. Sometimes we choose to change the channel and tune out the sounds of wonder around us. Sometimes, however, we choose to listen, and because of that, our hearts are tuned to that frequency. I appreciate those who can sing more than you know. Despite the fact that I took piano for a few years, sang in choirs throughout my youth, and played handbells for years, I can't keep pitch for the life of me. Oh, trust me, I can make a joyful noise, but when it comes to singing a song as it's written, not so much. So I say, I say all of that to say thank you to those of you who lend your voices to lift up praise to God in worship. Those of you who give your time to practice learning new songs and challenging yourselves to sing in harmony with those around you to make beautiful music. This is using time and talent to the glory and honor to God, of God. Please know how much you are appreciated. You help us tune our hearts to God. Handbells were a large part of my youth. I started playing in seventh grade and played all the way through high school, joining with my choir on trips throughout the United States, Hawaii, Texas, and everywhere in between to go to American Guild of English Handbell Ringers conferences. That's a tongue or mouthful in and of itself. But we didn't just go to say that word over and over again, but we went to practice and study under 
directors who would teach us new skills and help us grow in our playing ability. I was really good at middle C and the B below middle C. I could always find my notes. It's nice, it's right there in the middle. As a young adult, I tried to move around from that spot, and I was okay as long as we kept with what I was taught. And that was the note that has the line through it is in your right hand, and the note that has the empty space is in your left hand. As long as we stayed with that, I could keep track of things. But then I took it a step further and said, oh yeah, I'll take that part where you give me two people's, two, two people's notes, and I'll play four bells. No. Evidently, I can read music for three bells. I can pay attention to three notes. So I can have two bells in one hand, but only one bell in the other hand. If you put that fourth bell in there, I'm lost. And I'm going to mess up the piece. It took me a while to realize that. But I was like, okay, I know what my level is. I know what my ability is. We're good to go. And then, recently, I was a part of a, a called choir that was doing a special piece. And I walked in and I was like, all right, the line is in this hand and the, the empty space is in this hand. And then they went, no, we do it differently here. The pink bell is in this hand and the green bell is in this hand. It doesn't matter whether it's a line or a space. And I was like, what? No, 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 that doesn't work. So I spent the first probably three rehearsals totally messing up the piece for everybody else because I was playing the notes backwards. I should have held my hands like this and then maybe I would have been good to go. But it, it took a while. It took a while and a number of wrong notes be, until I retrained my brain to a new methodology. And there's probably a whole sermon just in that piece right there about the fact that what works for us and what we're used to isn't necessarily the only way or the best way to do something and how we have to be willing to let go of certain ideologies to develop new ones. But that's not really what I want to talk about today, but I want to put that in your ear for a different, or in your head for a different thought process at a different time. Ringers have skills to bring music to life. Between ringing and using mallets and swinging the bells and gyrating their bells, and by the way, watch for that in the piece after the sermon, and marting their bells on the table, they create a rich texture that gives such dynamic music that speaks to our souls and tunes our hearts to God's grace. Speaking of only being able to ring three notes successfully, can we talk about our organist? It's not just three notes, it's handfuls of notes moving their hands up and down keyboards to create a tune. But there isn't just one row of keyboards. There's two or three or more keyboards that they have to pay attention to, and stops that they have to push, and a slew of foot pedals to keep track of. Most Sundays, I have the best seat in the house when it comes to the offertory. And that's because I can watch the variety of ways in which Jenny or Carlene or Gloria bring a complicated piece of music to life. Oh, the joy and praise that we experience when we give honor to God and tune our hearts to God's grace. With my limited musical ability, I have personally taken to praying songs from the hymnal, reading the rich theology of the words and letting them sink in. Since I can't sing the tune right, I sometimes miss the words written, 
because I'm paying more attention to the mistakes that I've made as opposed to the message that's trying to be conveyed. But reading them gives me another chance to absorb the words that are meant to tune our hearts to God's grace. Our opening hymn this morning talks about how music moves us and speaks to us. All of the things work together to bring praise to God. There are lines that talk about our adoration leaves no room for pride. It asks to let every instrument be tuned to praise. And may God give us the faith to sing always. Music can touch our hearts in ways that we know that sermons don't all the time. We remember the songs that we learned in our youth. We remember a piece of music that has given us an understanding and a foundation of our faith. When I was at camp, every summer we would sing a song that talks about, Lord, I want to be an instrument of your love. And that helps me think about how when we talk about Music Sunday, Sunday and music appreciation, that we don't need to knock ourselves if you can't carry a tune like I can't carry a tune, but instead look for the ways that God is inviting each and every one of us to be an instrument, whether it's metaphorical or truly using our gift of music, we can be in the world in such a way that we tune our hearts to God's grace and allow that to live through us. There's one song that has been significant to me in recent years. In praying the lyrics, the line, tune our hearts to your grace, has stuck with me. I've asked the choir to sing the first verse of Come Thou, Font of Every Blessing, for us. Listen to the lyrics as they're sung. and pray that our lives are fixed upon the mount of God's redeeming love and that we've recognized the ways that our hearts have been tuned to sing God's grace. Music helps us to tune our hearts to sing God's grace. We are gifted with many talented musicians in our midst for which we are appreciative. But our hearts sing praises to God and the grace that we have experienced in a myriad of ways. As we take stock of our lives and see the blessings and mercy that God has bestowed upon us, our hearts should be tuned to give thanks to the giver of every good and perfect gift. We do this in using the talents that we have to further the kingdom, sharing our skills, our time, our talents, our hobbies, our very lives to reflect the grace that we have been given out into the world and helping others to tune their hearts 
to God is the truest act of discipleship that we can do. Tuning our hearts and helping others get in tune with the gifts of grace. One of the best ways to do this is to partake in Holy Communion and to be nourished physically and spiritually by this meal. To let the meal touch our hearts and allow it to be the fuel that takes us into the world to serve others. Thank you to those who help us tune our hearts to God's grace. And thank you to the directors who guide and direct them. Each one of you has helped those in your choir to hone their skills and bring their best to God. From Katie, who really has the job of hurting cats and getting them to sing praise. I can acknowledge that because two of those cats belong to me. To Donna, who takes children who are learning to read music and giving them the skills that they can do it well. I should have been in your class all those years ago, and maybe I could then carry a tune. Um, From Nick, who makes three to five youth sing in beautiful harmony and complex pieces, and also gets all ages of ringers to bring artful pieces to worship. And Gloria, who takes a multiplicity of voices, encouraging them to sing in one voice, blending their voices together to make to take us to another level of worship and praise to God. You all give so greatly to those in your choirs and to the life of this church. Our worship is richer and our hearts are tuned to God's grace because of it. So thank you very much. Let us all work to see how we personally tune our hearts to sing God's grace and how we have unique gifts to do the singing, whether it's proverbially or actually literally singing. We all have something to do to build the kingdom of God. Amen.